What's up, man? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's up? I don't know what's up. Uh, what's down? It smells like up dog in here. Can't tell you because I can't smell you, man. <laughs> Dude, uh, tell me, man. How How's the been? conference, man? All right, all right. I can start with the conference. Um, yeah. Conference was great. It was really, really good. Um, I was worried about the cost when I went, not just in terms of like money, but you know, not doing client work and like whether it was going to be worth it, right? All that kind of thing. Um, not to mention the amount of time I spent preparing for the talk, which is always like way more than I anticipate. I thought it would take a month, so I talk about that. Yeah. Any case, um, but it was great, man. It was it was so much fun. Um, got to meet a ton of people. You know, I, I went with a sort of a different mentality than I've been to other conferences. Like this was just like my aim there was if I have to miss some talks, I miss some talks. But like I'm gonna go mm-hmm. talk to people, right? And so, man, I spent. I spent the whole time. I also, you know, hallway track. Yeah, made sure exactly hallway track. I also made sure that I was never eating alone, right? Like mm. breakfast, lunch, dinner with people, and like, um. So it was, it was just honestly like a ton of fun. It was a ton of fun meeting people in the community that you know I've seen online, and a lot of people actually recognized me from the videos, which was uh, pretty pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, I don't know how far the videos go and stuff like that. But there were a ton of people who were like, "Oh, hi, you're Herman." The videos, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, 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 cool." It's, the surprising nice. thing is, a lot of people recognized me from that, and very few people knew I did consulting. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's kind of an interesting thing. It's like I'm very visible for the videos, but most people don't. You know, they might know my testing live view course. I actually met a few people from that. People who bought my course. You know. Mm. Um. But not from like consulting, so it was, it was very interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the the, t- the Twitter right yeah, yeah. is probably an overlap with more of the devs who are going to conferences than people looking for consulting. Yeah, and like you said, it, your tweets with videos do well, and they have your face in them. So right, it's I'm instantly uh, recognizable, right? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that was that was all. Honestly, that was like that made it so much easier. To just talk That's to great, a ton man. of people, right? Because people like, because it's like everything. Right? You recognize people, you go and say hi and whatever, and then they recognize you, and then it's just like easier to just start chatting. Uh, yep, then, you got some shared context. Exactly. That's great. I, I remember the first conference I went to where I was like, I'm going to miss a talk and go talk to this person. It's That's what I do now. I've been doing it for years. It's way better. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel in some ways I feel bad for the speakers if the rooms are kind of, you know, or if it's like someone I've been talking to and they're like I kind of want to go support them. You know, it's just nice to see people friendly faces on the, you know, on the um, when you're talking. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, but it, anyway, this was sort of my like I need to go and just maximize the hallway track and see, you know, is it worth it to go? Because it was also three days, like also costly yeah. in terms of family, like you know, my like disruptive. Yeah, yeah Lauren got sick and the kid, you know, mm. so the, all this stuff, and I was just like, oh man, um, just kind of tough, but absolutely worth it enjoyed glad you liked it man yeah yeah i had a feeling you were gonna like it because i know you had some of that anxiety going into it so i'm glad it all worked out yeah health was good the head was good and the flight and everything everything was good yeah thankfully my flight back got delayed a little bit but that wasn't even uh, that big a deal so um no yeah yeah everything was great man just like no no problems you know again aside from (laughs) lauren holding holding down the fort over here Mm -hmm. um how would your talk go Talk went well. I think it was well received. Uh, I felt less nervous than I've ever felt at a talk uh, oh. before, which was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
did a lot of prep, like a lot of reps, so I knew it by heart. Um, mm-hmm. I also did like you know a couple of things, did some breathing exercises before the talk, and you know what, we'll do the power pose like for a couple minutes <laughs> in the talk. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the talk before mine, you know, I was just like back there and just kind of like power posing. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, honestly, I felt much more comfortable. Um, I got my phone to connect to my laptop so that I could not be attached to the podium. So I liked walking around and that was nice. Uh, Very cool. Yeah, man, it was good. It was good. Overall, uh, I would say a success. Did uh, did you talk about the course uh, I, during the talk? I did not talk about the course during the talk. I had like just enough time uh, for my content, but I did mention Elixir streams. Like I've been, I shared stickers for Elixir streams and stuff, and you know that's nice. I think ultimately that's sort of where that's going to be like my hub for Elixir content. Uh, I think that's a good idea. It kind of reminds me of what, how we're thinking about build your newsletter. It's the same thing, you know. It feels like a an, a smaller ask if someone's just seeing you for the first time, just watched a talk they liked or a YouTube video or saw something on Twitter. You know, it's a lot easier to sign up for something like a newsletter or just you know something that gives you updates every once in a while than to say, oh, I have a course you can go buy. Right? That's like further down the funnel, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I could have mentioned my course. It would, you know, but uh, no, but it was fine. I mean, I, I you know, I don't know. I, I guess I could have seen like a. I could have had a special code, like discount code, and see how many people buy it, and mm-hmm. you know, measure things that way. That could have been interesting. Um, but, oh well, opportunity missed. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, um, but yeah, man, the conference cool. was great. That was it. I, I, I don't have much uh, much else to report on conference side. Cool. What about, uh, I've seen some new videos and stuff. How are you thinking about what's next? Yeah. So now, now that the conference is over, I can finally take a breath and kind of regroup. Um, have you had a chance to do that yet? And just like think not, about not, what's next? Not fully. Uh, I'm really, I mean, you know me, but I'm also like, I'm just very indecisive. I kind of like, I don't know what I want to do is kind of the problem. Um, right. So I published a video uh, today. You know, I'm trying to keep this the, the videos going, but I still have a larger question as to whether I want to do courses. And like, uh, my original goal at the beginning of the year was to do multiple courses this year, that kind of thing. So that's you know that's still a possibility. Um, but I always kind of gravitate towards like building something. I want to build software. You know, I want to like even if it's even if it's still like stair stepping. But sort of the notion of like building something small that people use rather than just relying on courses and teaching and um, which there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't know what I want. I'm, I'm kind of like torn. Um, I think as with everything, I'm kind of impatient. I want to see more success more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's kinda, I, I honestly don't know. I'm kind of um, undecided. The other thing is. You know, I, I thought about doing sort of like mini, like smaller courses or shorter courses and selling them for less. That's the last time you and I talked and you said, you know, you kind of challenged that and said like, why, you know, why would you be doing that? You know, why not like try to make something that is going to make a lot of money? And then I heard someone else say something along the lines of, if it's not going to make a ton of money, do it for free. Um, mm. be- I guess because it kind of, you know, it follows a different... Um, you know, you can use it more like just a kind of lead gen, I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I struggle with do I want to build a course um, or not? You know, there are like more courses. Um, but 
I, I'm I'm undecided yet. It's still kind of, and I guess I don't really know how to decide. I would love to like, if you can ask me questions or pick my brain, or I can pick yeah, your yeah, brain. Like, yeah. I don't know how to decide which way to go. I want. I wish I could just go one route and uh, yeah, and kind of commit and you know mm-hmm. put my effort into it. Hmm. Well, on the multiple courses per year thing, I mean, we're staring down the barrel of October here. So. <laughs> I know, right? You know, there's not a lot of time left in the year. Um, I think we are similar in that it is easy to step back and ask, "What do I want to be doing years from now, or what do I want like the next X years to look like?" But I think it can be distracting. I know I can get distracted by that sort of thing, and I do better with shorter goals. And so I guess my first thought hearing you talk is like you might want to build something. But if if you are convinced that the stair-step approach is a pragmatic way to get there, then you need cash in the bank, you know, and you need to buy back your time. And you can do that a couple ways. You know, there was there was times during Ember Map that me and Ryan uh, took extra time to do consulting. We were more than full time consulting, and we were bringing in subcontractors. We were working with a consulting coach to make more money, and we took you know over a year to really focus on the consulting side, and we banked a lot of cash, and that bought us whatever six, nine, twelve months. Mm. where we could do a lot less consulting. We bought back, let's say, 30 hours a week, right? 25 hours a week. But if So that's one way you could do it. Another way is to go all in on a course with the goal of making enough money to buy back your time. And, so, and then if, that's, if that works, then you can do it again, kind of the way Adam did it, where the courses kind of snowball. And then eventually you're sitting on enough runway that you can take a shot at a company, you know, at a product, Right, right, right. But I I do think that that is the first step. And I think if the goal, the goal is, you know, entrepreneurship in some way, it's to work for yourself. Like you, you want to be building something. I mean, if you just want to build products, you could also work for someone, a product that you love and, and yeah, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, but I think you want the entrepreneurship. No, yeah, as well. That's what's interesting to you the bu- the business side of it. One hundred percent. So, so yeah. So, given that, you you have to the, the step one is to buy back your time. That's right. I think everything. I think you should use that as your north star. And it's it is frustrating. It's hard, and people do it with re- uh, very different degrees of, of ease and success. But that that is something that you have to figure out. And and so, really, money right now that is. And buying your time back, right? Is that's it? You know, the and the the other, th- the, I guess the other thing is the other way. So you could you could consult, you could work a job where you save a lot of money, cut back expenses. You could sell courses, um, or you could try to get you know an investment like from a tiny seed sort of thing. And now you have time to work on a product. So you know, right? That's the non-bootstrapper approach. So. I think that's the way to break it down. But you need to buy back your time. You do it with savings or you do it with entrepreneurship. And then the the tree, the decision tree, if you go the entrepreneurship route, is bootstrap or fundraising. Right. But even even so in that decision tree, I'm I'm mm-hmm. aware I want to buy back my time. 
the mm-hmm. question is how, right? Because if you do this stair-step approach, there's sort of like, there's multiple ways, right? You can do it with courses and sort of that kind of content. Um, Info you can, product. Right. You can do it with something that is also like um, a smaller app that has some distribution built in, right? Like Shopify mm-hmm. app or whatever, one of those things. You could also, um, if you have some money saved, you could also buy something that is kind of like that mm-hmm. and sort of, you know, uh, improve it. And if you it. know, right, if you know... You can improve it. You know, uh, you can do a little bit more marketing or whatever, it. exactly, yeah. and grow it. So that's where I'm at, right? Like, it's like which of those paths do I want to choose? Maybe I don't have to like necessarily choose one. Maybe I can do multiple. But I feel like if I do multiple, mm-hmm. I start stretching myself thin, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's compounding effects. Like I feel like if I do courses and I keep doing these videos, and it, you know, they they could all kind of build together and to build into something mm-hmm. more. Um, versus if I do one course and then I do this one other little app and then I do, you know, like sort of like a sure. mixture of things. They don't and snowball. Exactly. They don't, they don't, they don't have synergy. They don't build off each other. Yeah. And I mean, you can do it. It's just, you know, would it be better off if I, if I compound them? Like, um, you know, if I have multiple courses and the, and the videos are working as like inbound marketing and basically, you know, uh, right. warm leads and, and then, you know, selling courses and uh, upselling, right? Like bundling courses and stuff like that. So, I think that could be the path. I mean, I, I think I'm maybe just impatient, um, impatient with like the amount of time that I have and how the, the years, you know, the year like went by because I only mm-hmm. have like a couple hours a day to invest in these things, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, yeah, I guess I don't really know. I think that it's just sort of I'm I'm, I'm still here at, at this point and um, not really sure what uh, what to do mm-hmm. uh, moving forward. Yeah, it might be worth. You know, we have lots of precedent in our circles of people who have used info products to buy their freedom. Yep. Maybe it would be worth looking for some examples of people who did it differently and see if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With either buying an existing SaaS or something like that or starting a small product that makes some money. You know, what, I guess, what is like the, back a napkin MRR that your course has got, that you've gotten from all your info products so far this year, if you had to guess, you know, $1,000 a month, $2,000 a month, something like that. I haven't checked. And because I haven't been doing the videos, I haven't been checking. So I, I don't, I remember we talked about it. It was about 10K or something over the summer, maybe 20. Last year was 10K, this year was 20, something like something, that. Right, it was like- In the uh, first six to seven months of the year. So let's just, you know. It's, I, I think I said like maybe it's, it was one, between month, one and two k a month or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is like okay, but it's not gonna buy back my time unless I, you know. But that that's the that's the that's the baseline to compare any other approach to see how it would if it would do better, right? Sure, um, sure, sure. I see what you're saying. If I build an app, mm-hmm. would it give yeah. me if two k a month? Are there people who right? Are there people out there who are doing that sort of thing in their spare time and getting more than that? Um, you know, and then of course there's always people who do things better. There's people who do info products and make more so that you could try to get better at launching your courses and info products and making more from them. Right. You know? Right. Right. Um, and Def- that better might mean a lot of things, right? It, 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 if the constraint is your time, then it could be finding a better subject that resonates with more people that's broader, that's more beginner or, doing smaller versions of things or, you know, who, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, I think there's, there's something there. I think, um, what do you think about taking some investment 
like from a tiny seed kind of deal. I have definitely considered uh, that. I don't think they would even do it right now because I don't have a clear idea, right? Like if I had a clear idea, I think for tiny seed, it's gotten so popular that you kind of need to have some semblance of MRR hmm. for a product. So I don't think they would that would work. But I, I think that's ideal. Like if I could get into a if I could build some type of product or something that's giving me enough, like a little bit of MRR that looks like, okay, you know, uh, that they can say this guy's gonna try to grow this thing, right? Like there's a clear thing that he's trying to grow and he just wants to dedicate full time to it. Cause that's what, if I got tiny seed investing, they would be just like, okay, I'm stopping work for a year. I'm going to use this right. as my salary and I'm here I go. Right. right. Um, so I, I would love that. I have no qualm with that. I, I don't know the terms, but I don't think they're like terrible. Um, and right. you get a lot of like access to network to there too, which is great. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's totally an idea. It's totally an option. It's just, I haven't, um, I, I think I need to be further along in order to even consider that one just because mm-hmm. I think Tiny is quite popular. Maybe it's my impression just because I listen to the podcast, right? And you have this impression that it's popular, but I don't know. I think it is. There's another one f- that we were looking at that had really good terms for like 120 K or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know what and do you know what the name you, you get it back once your revenue goes up. I, I can't remember. Um, I'll have to look it up. Uh, I'll have to look it up and let you know. But I think that's one way to frame the, the problem is so if you make 2K a month now and based on having a few hours a week, it's basically going to take five or six years from now until you could have like 10 or 15K a month and really talk about having some serious hours. That's the one path. The other is, okay, given that we only have a couple hours a week, it could be better spent the next year to build an idea. And I don't think it would be necessarily about getting MRR. I mean, if you could get an idea, if you build a, something that people use, you know, um, then you could bring that to one of these places if people are using it. Because you want to show that people can, if people can use it, you know. Um, and you can get the marketing, like you can get it out there and that's part of the deal, right? Because you don't want to go and build something in the basement or whatever. Right. I think for these people, they'd want to see traction, whether that's MRR or users, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. And that's good. That would be, that would be, it might be more realistic to think about building something that has some traction in the next year. You know, and then bringing that, and now we're talking about a year from now, but you have something that could potentially buy back half or all of your time um, through investment. Right. And so now we're talking twenty-four as a way to have half your time back instead of twenty-eight, where you get half your time back from selling info products or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Like looking at the timeline that way um, certainly makes it seem more appealing to do. <laughs> to do a product if i can if i can build it right if i can launch something that actually is uh has a little bit of traction or something right and of course we'd be saying something different if your course had done 80k or something like that for sure you launched it um and so that's another possible future where you you know but it's yeah i think i could like i think i could do and you know we should switch to you in a second but i think i could do a different course like a tdd phoenix right something that's both completely within my wheelhouse. Um, I think there's demand. I have sort of a built-in thing already there. Like people do know me a little bit as testing the testing guy. Uh, like a couple of people in the conference even came up and wanted to talk about testing for libraries and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and uh, 
and, and you know and, and do a, a better job of marketing from the beginning kind of following more of uh, adam's you know uh, blueprint and, and that talk and um mm-hmm. and trying that and seeing if i can and plus like more you know a lot more following with the elixir streams and like all these all right. these things maybe they all combine and you know we see okay how is a second course <laughs> work now that I have, you know, if I have more followers and I have more, more of these things right. and I do a better job of, of all those things. Right. Right. Um, the question is how long that course takes me. Right. Um, right. But I think that, that I, could, I, it could be worth it. Cause I, the thing is I already have TDD Phoenix. Like it's already something out there. It's already a thing that I have. Like, I don't know who, who knows how warm they are, but it's like 400 uh, people subscribe to a newsletter. I think mm-hmm. for that, um, that you know, I haven't updated in years. So you know, again, they could be very cold leads. But there's something there. I think there's something that mm-hmm. that could be um, kickstart into a book and and course. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe even do a book that only has mm-hmm. a few screencasts attached to it or something. I, mm-hmm. I don't really know. You know, but something yep. could be done there. Um, yeah, give that another shot. Work. Maybe that's maybe the book is easier to work on with your schedule because you don't have to be like. A certain energy and certain time of day the house quiet for to, to record you can just work on writing a lot more you know throughout yeah um I, if you go that route which i think is totally like reasonable too i would definitely suggest like not going in with preconceived notion about the topic and try to really get in touch with the audience see what they want try lots of things and so you get to that point like in like Ed and Ab's talk where they're like get, shut up and take my money for this if people aren't you know, banging down your Twitter door and asking for a specific thing, it feels like you still have work to do before you start the course. That's fair. I, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, yeah, a little more research. And that's hard for it. me too. But yes, it's it's like research. It's paying attention to people. It's answering their questions. You know, if they have a comment for a follow up on the video yeah. or a, tw- a tweet, then just following that thread, answering with another piece of content, seeing what spikes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most common question I get is about vim stuff so we're eventually going to do that but we haven't but like if i today if you held a gun to my head and said i had to make like a hundred thousand dollars in the next three months <laughs> it'd probably be make a course on tips and like go through all of my youtube comments ask find because they're just they're already telling me the things that are sticking out to them and impress or excite them you know mm. so i have like a roadmap there you know um that's interesting. Maybe I should go look at the YouTube comments more. I mean, I reply and whatever, but I don't. I haven't like analyzed it with that with those eyes, right? As to like, what are people? Interacting I mean, I haven't with looked at and, a graph or anything, but it, it's more just my intuition, just based on you know looking and yeah. people. No matter what the content is or the video, someone asks about that question. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So um, yeah. All right. I like it. I think that might be a good next step. I mean, I'm going to plan to continue to do the videos right now. And if I can, I'm going to try to include blog posts as well because I miss writing. Um, I like that. But uh, I you think know, your Twitter presence has been doing great. I feel like you're getting engagement and I feel like that's you, it's a, you, you found a pace you can keep up with. So it is a long game, this kind of stuff. But yeah, for sure. It seems to be working. It is a long game, and it's a game you should be only playing if you want to do something like info products. I think. I mean, not the audience isn't. I'm isn't not ever sure. Gonna hurt I mean, you, and you enjoy think- the yeah, you enjoy the writing too. And even Ben said his audience that was that he had from you know teaching Rails helped when they launched Tuple for sure. No, it's I think not, it's not I, like he would say 
Absolutely. If you're going from zero to tuple, you should start with building an audience. But he's saying, given that he didn't know what he was doing before and he happened to be teaching and he happened to build the audience, it was helpful. Right, know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So that's a good thing to keep in mind too. Yeah, the audience will always help if you have it. But I think like investing in building an audience in order yeah. to do something like I think that only makes sense if you're doing trying depends on what you're trying to do I guess what I'm saying so sure. uh, not that that's what I'm trying to do I'm glad that there's an audience there but um mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah 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 yep I get it for all sure. right that works that works um how about you I know <laughs> we're taking a long time chatting about my stuff um oh, how's okay. build UI going it's going all right a little slow summer um been having some fun this summer so been a little doing a little travel um okay. So we're still, Ryan wrapped up his server components course. They're not published yet, but the, the, they're all recorded. So they'll be, they'll be published um, within the next few days on the site. Okay. So Is that's this- nice. So that'll be three courses. And then I'm, I've got my fourth course and probably have about, we have 11 lessons from that published. Probably have about like three or four more. What, co- what course is that one? That's the remix course. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So that will be the four courses you wanted for uh, mm-hmm. price bump, right? Yep. And we might do the price bump before. We might yeah. not block the price bump on the fourth course because the remix course was not really well planned in the sense that it's taken a lot longer than we expected. It's hard to give it a deadline mm-hmm. and uh, cut the scope just because of the way we went about it. Yeah. And it's something we're going to try a lot better to do next time. Okay. You know, maybe like start with the month deadline and the shape up stuff, some form of that and say, what can we build in a month and work backwards? Cause it just didn't do that with remix, just kind of start coding. Um, but anyways, given that we're in this situation, I think we might do the price bump sometime at like by the end of September. Nice. Okay. Or say that it's going to happen like maybe at the end of September, say it's coming in two weeks and then have like a two week period where we announce like the early bird pricing is the last two weeks of it. Here's what you get, you know? Uh So we've been talking about that. We've been doing some more recipes. I've been doing my YouTubes and I still have some sponsored YouTube work going on. So that's helping um, with the cash flow. So, you know, it's, it's been since May is when we stopped our con consulting contract. So, May, June, July, August, September. So it's been four and a half months yeah. um, of us not doing basically any consulting, yep. uh, which has been pretty cool. And, and uh, I have to remember and put my mind back in what it was like to wake up and have half a day of consulting to do because it sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. that our clients sucked. It was great, but it's it's easy to adjust. And For sure. I really want to avoid that. And our we're bleeding money right now, not bleeding a lot, but the bank account's going down instead of going up. So, um, okay. That's just been top of mind for us. Yeah. 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 No, it makes sense. Um, how have your numbers been? Like are the numbers, um, have they steady? I think we had like 15 K last month. Okay. So they've been going, they've still been going down. We haven't had like a month that's been higher, but, you know, we still see weeks where when we have a lot of content and we get traffic to the site, then they go up. So um, I think that is just the, uh, you know, what we have to do, especially once we, again, get kind of done with this course, especially now that Ryan's done. But 
really just get back to um, here. I'm just going to pull up last August was 12. So 15 was in July. So August was 12. Okay. 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 Um, almost 13. So, um, yeah, I think once we kind of finish this and take a look, we, we really just have to get back to, we kind of know it works, honestly, like one YouTube, one build UI a week as a, at a minimum. Yeah. Um, have you been hitting those goals? Would be more than we've been doing this summer. I mean, there's oh, some weeks this summer where we do more and there's some where we do less, you know, okay. but we haven't been hitting those goals consistently this summer. How are you marketing these things? Just normally with Twitter and YouTube basically. Okay. And then we have our newsletter. You know, one thing we did last week, we sent a newsletter and uh, we that. didn't have a, yeah. t- a ton of sales, but we did make a standalone page on um, Build UI slash newsletter, which is oh. a really easy way to sign up. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, we got like 70 or 80 people added. Um, oh, wow. Because we basically said, you know, we have like a new video on remix two new on component server components and youtube all the build ui premium stuff is gonna be free wednesday through sunday and so if you sign up you'll be that's the easiest way to know when they're free and then just a link to slash newsletter which is just a simple form so i think that that works well for us but it also is really nice for you know i'm just like helpful because you want to know we make our videos free you want to get taste for them so i like that whole like flow and the videos are still free if you happen to do it and i post the newsletter if you didn't sign up on twitter and we're gonna have archives on the site so i like that flow Mm -hmm. um and so i think if we just get in a rhythm where we're doing that regularly and paying attention to what people are asking for content wise like that i you know that the machine is there so yeah um okay uh, so is it just if the machine is there? Are you do you feel like you guys are executing how you want to execute, or is there uh, sort of like a an issue there? I think it's a bit of breaking things down into smaller steps, you know, and also just like just the summer. I think you know was like more relaxed and fun things going on. So it was you know you're, not you're, a, you're slacking. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I was like enjoying life. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Which yeah, I'm yeah. fine with. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, no, we you know it's uh, obviously I want all this to work, and I mean I think about it a lot. So um, yeah. I'm re- I'm re- I'm like feeling really energized and ready to buckle down. The, you know, from now until the end of the year. Um, nice. I think there's part of the video production stuff that we still need to like get over and just make better and make faster. What you say better and faster. What do you mean? Like, you mean like being able to publish videos more quickly? Yes. It just takes too long right now. Uh Kind of the whole end to end process for us often takes too long. Sometimes it goes great. Often it takes too long. And, and uh-huh. so I think once once we take a breath from the and finishing the courses, getting them up, maybe doing the price increase, I think starting at the end, you know, and maybe like what's the what what course do we want to do next this month? I think like a course a month would be awesome. 
and maybe there's a way to batch it up. I think it might be easier because there's a couple times that I was, I've been doing recently in the remix course where I build the kind of direction I want to go and then I undo it and I actually have like three videos from it, you know, mm -hmm. and it's easier than like just starting every week completely from scratch. So I think there's some in between maybe that will be a lot more efficient for us. So let's say I wanted to do a course on, you know, like a radix course, like I'm going to build like a drop down with like sub sub menus, um, where you can like click show a drop down highlight and it shows a sub menu, you know, that sort of thing with radix. Uh -huh. And I think I can do that. I'm going to do that in a month. I'm going to build the whole thing. And that's where we can cut scope. The reason it feels hard to cut scope right now in remix is because I have an idea I guess of like what I want it you don't to be really and, know where you're going yeah exactly and we've already talked about it it's it's up there I've talked in the videos like what we're gonna add next oh don't worry about this now we're gonna add that later mm. and that's always kind of like I know that's kind of a mistake to like <laughs> yeah, promise things, I guess yeah yeah cut those things off. yeah <laughs> yes so I think instead starting with the full demo and when you're building the demo it's easier to have intuition about, okay, this is a thing that, okay, we're getting down a rabbit hole. The simpler version of this animation is fine, or we're not going to cover this edge case because we want to get this done in a month. So that's what I'm excited to try for our next course. Maybe if it's, maybe if it's the VS code tips thing. And again, there's, there is a one month version of that, at least the first version of that or the first course about that, that we can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, so there... I'd, I'd like, I'd like to focus on that. Is there anything you can apply now to improve your 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 speed of execution? I know you're saying because you like. I think, yeah, I think with Remix, the way the last few videos went was a lot faster. Okay. Um, and so that's how I should do the next few ones. Um, what did you do different that made them faster? Just I built all of the the demo before. Yes, the auth stuff, gotcha. and I went through the whole thing, and then I just undid it, and that led to like a few videos or whatever okay so yeah yeah it sounds like you might need it it's still we still have like a lot going on like the the youtube thing the youtube collaboration yeah um but yeah but yeah it's i think um i think once we have the price go up it'll be interesting to see if the sales change that much because when we do have a youtube video that does well i have like my best performing youtube video go out like two weeks which is pretty cool um, I like spent more time on like the thumbnail and the title and YouTube oh, nice. told me like it did well because of that. Oh, interesting. And so just trying to be more experimental with that. Yeah. And that's week we like hit our escape velocity numbers and everything, which is cool. Okay. So like, you know, there's, uh, some, you know, there's like, we have things to sell now and like the, what you get on build UI, everyone is always like, this is worth way more than I paid. So I know people, there's more people who need to find out about us, but there's also more content we want to make. So it's always this back and forth with like product and marketing. But um, yeah, so I think we've been focusing on like recipes for Twitter that bring people to the site, YouTubes. Um, mm -hmm. But it's kind of like this push and pull between that and finishing the courses so that we can like have more stuff. Right. So I think, I think figuring out what, yeah, just scoping down the things so we can get the consistency week over week, the newsletter every two weeks, maybe eventually the newsletter every week would be cool. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Okay. 
I don't know if that answers your question. I forget what your question was. Sort of. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to um, try to get you to a more concrete place of like, how do you speed up the process of, of yeah, making your videos? That's like the I've, most important. That is the most important part right now. Yeah, because I've I've heard you say that before, and I've and you know even since we started the podcast, a, lot, a big struggle has been like scoping things down, get you know, yeah, that kind of thing, and so yeah. And the it, thing is, I could turn on the camera and make a great video in 30 minutes, and it's like. I don't know, maybe I should just be more experimental with that kind of thing on YouTube, see if that does well, or maybe that will be, you know, I think I had this, this thought with Ryan too, where maybe, maybe the next course on build UI is more like, more like on ed, less edited, less polished, let's mm -hmm. say. Right. Um, and it's more like the mistakes and stuff. I mean, someone just commented on one of my YouTube videos, like really like the mistakes, by the way. Like that, it's really cool to see her because I got to see your thought process. It was like on one of my older, longer videos. Got it. So that would be a way to add like, you know, three or four hours of content to build UI, like without question in the next month. And it wouldn't be this like tight buttoned up. That's not the right word for it. It's still valuable and polished, but it's, it's more of a process video and less of a solutions video. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I so, have an idea. Mm -hmm. I'm curious what you think about this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you remember back in the day, there used to be those peep code videos, I think it was peep called. Peep code, yeah. Adam's were, talked about those they, before. They used to pair. Yes. And so that, yes. I, I wonder that would if you could fun. do that, right? You and Ryan sit down. Me and or Ryan. You, could be, you and somebody else or Ryan or somebody mm -hmm. else. Like you sit down and you pair. And the, by pairing, not only are you... You're like, filling the dead space because you're you're going back and forth. It's more interesting. Well, not not only more. filling the dead space, but you, the the um, the conversations that you might have in your own brain that you kind of have to do alone if you're recording. Mm. They, they happen with someone else, right? Right, so like, right, right. You're sort of forced to explain certain things because you're doing it with somebody else, and um, so you're so the viewer can get more in my head than they would maybe exactly. if I was just doing it by myself. Exactly, yeah. and and so much stuff can come out of there, right? Even things like, oh, how how did you just do that? Oh, great, cool. you know, just right. normal pairing. But, um, yeah, I think pairing sessions could be really interesting if you're trying to do something that is just more raw experimental, and like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Ryan and I are gonna sit down and build this thing, right? And maybe you've done it before a little bit, or maybe you kind of spiked it, so you have a sense of where you're going, but you not not fully, so you can run into errors and you right work together to debug it and stuff like that. I think that you know that's really, a really, really good idea. I I actually just asked a question on Twitter about if anyone had any like UX flows with that they're struggling with at work. Um, oh, interesting. And somebody answered they're working on like a church app and they said they're having trouble figuring out how to get a slide over to work where it shows, but then it animates close and it also works with the back button. And I was like, you have any code you can share? And he actually like created a whole repo. That's like a stripped down version of it. It's like really mm -hmm. cool. And there's like, I looked at it this morning and there's a, there's, it's like a perfect refactoring video because it's, it's like, you know, there's multiple sources of truth and, you know, there's a way he's using a component that prevents it from doing the unmount animation. I can explain all that stuff. Right. And I was thinking, man, I shouldn't even, pre I should just like turn on the camera and do it. But pairing with Ryan would actually be even better. Cause I'd be like, how, how should we go about refactoring this? Like which part should we focus on first? And I think that'd be awesome. And then I guess, I mean, honestly, that could even be like build UI content and we wow. can make it, we could make it a mini course. Cause I was thinking about putting on YouTube. Yeah. Um, we could make it a free course on build UI. Um, I mean, we could do that today, you know what I mean? And yeah. have three hours of content. New. I think, and so I, I think, I think we need really to be, good. yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Um, 
And I think just in general, the meta point is being more experimental and playful and trying to figure out how to get stuff done faster. You know? Yeah, that's true. I think if you take yourself too seriously, it can kind of like dry out. Definitely. And it can make it boring. Not boring, but like really like a grind for you. Well, it's right? boring, but it's it's not I don't think it's as much the boring and, and the burnout. It's not really what I feel like I'm dealing with. It's more it's like that Gary V clip I shared with you where it's like, don't what does he say? Yeah, don't take yourself seriously. Stop, stop overthinking it. That's right. more resonates with what we're doing than taking ourselves seriously. Uh-huh. It's stop overthinking and start creating. And, you know, in that video, we'll put it in the show notes because I thought it was a good little thing, which was just he's like talking to these people who are talking about health food and they want to change the world. And they kept saying all these abstract things about their mission. He's like, how much stuff are you putting out every week? <laughs> and they kept dodging the question. And eventually he's like, we have like one video, we go out a week. And he's like, listen, like. You're trying to change the world with what, like one yeah. tweet a week or something. Yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. And, um, you know, we're not trying to fix people's health problems or, or cure cancer. But we do know that we have so much to offer that people struggle with. And yeah. we can help people with their jobs. And that's the people we want to serve. And right now we're not reaching so many of those people because of the overthinking so yeah, yeah, yeah. um it, i think if you want to give the pairing a try do it man i think i think yeah it's, it, it's neat i you know developers like watching that i think like you said mm-hmm. it sort of it gives you that ability to do something more raw off the cuff less prep yeah um but yeah. also it's adds such that, a good go ahead, go ahead. It's also adds one. the what I was going to say it adds the the uh, externalizing of inter- uh, thought processes, right? Like right. Because you're pairing, you have to do that, which is really great for for viewers, because then you can you have to externalize all those things. And pairing right. always brings up different solutions, different conversations, like all those things mm-hmm. are really cool. Mm-hmm. I would you yeah. know definitely go for that if you know just just do it. If if Ryan's up for it, you know just uh, just try it. Record a video. You don't yep. have to release it if you find that at the end that you're like, man, this kind of not you know we don't feel this up to up to standard. But just do it. That's true. Um, I was going to say, it's also just such a good, um, we already, like the reproduction he did is like perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's simplified, but it's still, it's still complex enough. It has this code in it. And I just know right away exactly what I would change. So, um, yeah. I would just uh, double make sure you <laughs> you can record a video. Uh, I yeah, don't know if there's I asked any him. Conflict of interest or something. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If I it's asked free him. on YouTube, it's probably fine. But if it's a uh, build UI, then. Um, I think I it's a side project to his, but even if it wasn't, I could basically rewrite, I could change it and sure. show some of the common mistakes or whatever, you know, yeah. um, could figure out how to do it. But yeah, that's a good, that's a, thanks for the nudge. I think, I think we're going to try that out. I think I'm going to try that out for sure. Nice. Yeah. I was going to do it anyway for my YouTube video next week, but I was going to go through it and then maybe undo it and just kind of try to make it a little bit more polished. But like, yeah, I think, just trying it out more free form would be a good experiment for me. So yeah, yeah, dude, I um I have thought about this. I'm before. excited. You and I pairing, like, because you know so much JS and I know so little JS. Oh, that'd be fun. Or on JS. Elixir, right? On Elixir, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Introduce you to yep. WebView and stuff like that. But I don't know where we would put that or what you know. That'd be fun. I mean, you you have that uh, eight challenges of UI design thing. I think. Uh, Actually, that would be a really fun one to go through. Seven you GUIs. build it in Elixir. Uh, yeah, the seven GUIs. You build it, the first one in Elixir. I build it in React, you know, and we talk about 
whatever comes up. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I don't even. <laughs> you know, I did That'd be a so fun one. Ago. I don't even want to revisit those, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be a lot of fun <laughs> to to go through. That could be a good uh, good kind of material for sure. That's true. Yep, YouTube and stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. We should definitely do that sometime. That'd be awesome. All right, let's think about it. Let's see how we can make it happen. Um, I like it, man. I like it. I like where where we ended up here. <laughs> nice. All right, dude. Should we uh, wrap it up? Anything else you want to add? Uh, I want to add it's 70 degrees and sunny outside in New York, and it's just like the best freaking time of year here <laughs> that's, ever. That's why you're not working, I see. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's so fun. It's so much fun. It's just so much fun. <laughs> Man, <laughs> There's just uh, so much to do. But uh, today is a work day, so here we are. Yeah, yeah. You just need to move to a place that's extremely hot. Where you just spend yeah, all time I don't, indoors because there's AC. I don't want to. <laughs> I, I have I I work for myself right now, and I yeah, live yeah, in like yeah. the best place ever. I'm having the best time. I just need to figure out how to get some more MRR here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, indeed, good. It's good. Once in this, it's January, and it's you know miserable here, and I'll <laughs> I'll be making like nine videos a week. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be going crazy. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah no, winters can be very. Uh, uh isolating or uh yeah yes sad <laughs> there's Seasonal no winter effective. here it's a fake winter so you know <laughs> life's normal. well that's why that's when you you and uh the kiddos got to come up and visit uncle sam oh man uh we got we got to make a trip of it i uh, you know i might take you up on that with two of my kiddos once you should year. uh but maybe that would be fun dude my if- sister's coming in november with my two nephews and we're gonna all see hamilton whoa yeah and it's gonna be awesome maybe we don't know let's soon say it's on the radio but like how old are your nephews are gonna are they gonna enjoy hamilton oh they are obsessed with it <laughs> okay they're, they they know every word to every song they're oh, like wow. 12 and 10 or 13 and 11 or something got it yeah yeah more more likely to appreciate than my kids okay gotcha. mm-hmm. cool yeah cool 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 All so right, yeah man. man i'll send you over our availability you can book a room at casa de Selicar. <laughs> love it thanks man thanks. uh and when you're in those where casa is su casa yeah and when you're in those depressing winter months and you need to escape to what's going to feel like tropical weather you know people yes. are going to be wearing sweaters and not going out outside but it'll feel tropical for you you know come there you go visit for sure awesome <laughs> all right um, buddy hey good catching up yeah absolutely thanks for chatting yeah you too man let's finish the week strong and uh hope you enjoy your weekend thanks man you too and thanks everyone for listening All right. Thank you. All right. See ya. Bye.